0: Whereby. Therapy, wherever, whenever. Good morning, everyone. It's 5.45 a.m. in a cold and dark Sweden. I've already made my coffee today. I know I usually make my coffee when I'm talking to you and introducing the podcast, but we're doing things differently today simply because I forgot about it. Today, we're going to talk about whether or not pursuing your dreams Can affect your mental health um, and how it would look like, and what we can do about it. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to reveal three countries, uh, of which I'm going to offer one free therapy session to one person from those countries. So stay tuned to the very end. Here we go. So the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to how pursuing your purpose in life can affect your mental health is um, the motivating factors. For those of you who watch my videos or listen to my podcasts or read my articles, you will know that i talk a lot about inner conflict. And inner conflict can form in three different ways. And one of those ways is a motivating factor versus reality. For those of you who are watching the video. You can see the whiteboard here, yeah. We have a motivating factor that is making us happy. Um, and we have a reality that is making us unhappy. And the motivating factor in many cases, I see it a lot of times on social media is the the kind of hustling lifestyle that um, we have become quite accustomed to. Um, We are meant to be entrepreneurs. We are meant to uh, have our own product or our own service, and we're meant to work for it 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, And we're, if we do so, as long as we hustle, we will get, um, we will get the rewards. Yeah, Uh, we will, um, we will have, maybe our freedom to choose our schedule Uh, we may have um, an economic independence which we never actually have because uh, we're always dependent on our economy Um, um, there are just different ways of earning the money but the ways of earning money can also be disrupted even though they're not dependent on a normal nine-to-five job yeah um, but that's a side fact, yeah um we also um kind of assume that the entrepreneurial lifestyle will also um give us some sort of respect and also give us some sort of um lavish lifestyle that we um wouldn't otherwise have been afforded. yeah <clears throat> sorry, I've had a cold this week, and um, that is why my voice is so strange right now, yeah. But so we have this notion, this motivating factor that I just talked about here. And this is something which is quite common nowadays uh, the entrepreneur hustler lifestyle. And we see it a lot in posts. Um, And then we, (coughs) sorry again, we uh, look at the reality um, of our daily life. We might be working towards that goal, um, but we are not achieving that goal in the moment Um, we are not living the lavish lifestyle we are still dependent on an economy we're working a normal nine-to-five job alongside that entrepreneur uh, job that we are doing or um, alongside our pursuit of uh, entrepreneurship Uh, and we are also not kind of free to choose our own schedule and not um, not kind of getting that respect that we think that we should yeah we're not up there on stage talking about our job and our passion in life Um, we are not being seen in the way that we should be seen yeah. and the, the difference here is what is creating the conflict yeah the conflict is only created in relation where the motivating factor is related to reality yeah if we were achieving our dreams and if we were um if we if we were fulfilling our motivating factor then our reality would also be quite happy and there wouldn't be an inner conflict and we wouldn't be depressed yeah but the factor of the matter is when we aren't we become depressed yeah and at the beginning we can be seen as we're in the beginning phase of it all and therefore it might take some time for us to fall into a depression, but the longer we work towards our motivating factor and are not achieving it, the higher the likelihood of a depression um, coming yeah? um, or us becoming depressed yeah um, And there's two ways of changing this yeah. One is changing our motivating factor from the end result to the process yeah and this is something that a lot of motivational speakers talk about and I think a lot of um, entrepreneurs or successful entrepreneurs or successful uh, career uh, men or women or men or women pursuing careers talk about is enjoying the process of it all and having that as a motivating factor and not having an end game that would Take the reality aspect away from the conflict, yeah, because we are kind of enjoying our reality, and therefore there isn't an inner conflict between our motivating factor and reality, and therefore we are happy, yeah. And the other way is to think about what is motivating us, yeah. A lot of the time, um, we are motivated by um, things that we ourselves don't hold true or don't really feel are motivating rather what other people think that we should feel is motivating yeah this is the case of a lot of people i think who are pursuing careers um who are trying to be maybe some sort of social media um celebrity or pursuing entrepreneurship with some sort of product that maybe they're not actually that interested in, yeah, they're more interested in the entrepreneurial lifestyle because, or they're interested in the social media celebrity lifestyle, or they're interested in um, the lifestyle or the respect associated with a certain career, but they're, they're not interested in the actual subject matter, yeah, they're more interested in um, what other, how other people see people in that career, because they themselves see people who are entrepreneurs or see people who are social media celebrities or see people who are successful in a career as somebody worth respect and they want that respect so the motivating factor is respect rather than the actual thing that they are doing yeah and that is in and of itself something that will maybe create a reality that is always going to be in conflict with the motivating factor yeah because you're always going to feel like you don't get as much respect as you want. So changing that focus from being respect, or like um, focused, that motivating factor rather, sorry, um, uh, from um, being one of achieving respect through these means, to something else, to being something that is more genuine, associated to what you want and what you believe in. Yeah, a motivating factor could be having a happy family life or having a good life day to day and being satisfied with that yeah it could be something quite simple yeah changing it to something more simple and more genuine and more related to you rather than how you want to be perceived by by society and your friends and your family is a key element to you know, absolving or taking away that inner conflict. And that's how you would feel a lot better. Yeah. And that is how you will ultimately get rid of your poor mental health. If you are somebody who is in this situation. Another thing that I want to talk about when it comes to How pursuing your dreams can affect uh, your mental health is the the thing that some of us have to face, and a lot of us kind of have to struggle with, um, namely the thought of giving up on your dreams. Yeah. This is this is a reality for a lot of us. Yeah, um, and now uh, we in the time of you know i know i noticed that i'm talking about social media a lot but the kind of if we just look away from social media for the time being and just think about the kind of society as a whole um, the notion of never giving up and keep on going even through the darkest of times um that ethos that we um are instilled with yeah um and it's a virtue that is um, very admirable yeah, and that uh, it's quite understandable that society does encourage us to do so but there are cases where giving up could be the perfectly sensible thing to do yeah? and um, a lot of people who make that sensible choice are left with a great big feeling of shame yeah? they not only are they sad that they haven't fulfilled the goals that they expected to fulfill, but um the taboo nature of giving up has left them with a uh, a lot of shame on top of that um on on top of that sadness yeah, and this mixed together creates depression in the person in question um and I think there are many reasons why it would be perfectly understandable to give up, especially in the aforementioned section or in the previous section of this podcast when I talked about the different motivating factors and what is motivating you um, to pursue a dream Uh, and how wrong that can be. If you have a motivating factor that isn't right, then the lure of giving up um uh, it becomes stronger obviously if it's not going to plan because this isn't really what you genuinely wanted to do in the first place so the thought of giving up can create a lot of depression in, in a person in many different ways yeah there's obviously the sadness of giving up on a dream and there's always Also, I mean, the sense of shame associated with it. And it's maybe that we're also kind of, the the shame of giving up becomes too strong. So we avoid giving up and we keep on pursuing and keep on grinding um, after this dream that we're no longer really motivated uh, to fulfill. But we do so out of an obligation to, Uh, society it's again thinking about um how society looks at us yeah we don't want to be seen as the person who gives up so uh, even if we don't really um aren't really motivated or um don't really feel like this is our dream anymore we keep on going because we know that our father or mother said that we were quitters or um our friends always knew that we were going to give up or weren't good enough or uh, that ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend of ours didn't really believe in us, so we keep on going stubbornly just to prove a point. Um and that that creates an inner conflict. We're in a situation that we don't really want to be in. Yeah? The um reality is that we're unhappy. Um and we don't wanna we don't wanna continue to p- be to be that, yeah. Um motivated by pursuing happiness but the stigma around quitting um, makes it difficult for us yeah so there are many different things that factor into this as you can hear yeah. um, and on the other side of the coin there are a lot of people who might quit too early yeah. Um, that Kind of pursuing and being a little bit more, um, more stubborn in your ways can be quite a good thing. You know? um, so, um, quitting, quitting too early can also kind of, obviously, create a, a feeling of low self-esteem, low belief in your ability. That kind of uh, motivates quitting even earlier, and therefore we we do so, and we feel even worse. So it's kind of a vicious circle there, and that creates the depression. Yeah, we're not good at anything. We're never gonna be good enough. But the, the first uh, point I made about um, the stigma around quitting, the sense of shame associated with it, um, is definitely, I think, the aspect of quitting that um not a lot of people talk about yeah and it's very fascinating how it creates a depression in us yeah because a lot of people aren't pursuing their dreams a lot of people um um aren't even a lot of people quit uh often yeah but um but still there is a sh- shame in it still we kind of expect ourselves to per, um pursue the the career or the lifestyle or the, our entrepreneurial goals, even if we've kind of lost our love for them. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we should learn how to quit easier yet, yeah, but, and um, the key is to look at our motivating factor. Yeah. Is our motivating factor left? Is it still there? If our motivating factor is there, if we enjoy the process of, um, Doing the work, and we love what we are doing, then there's no point quitting because we haven't got the result that we wanted. Because we shouldn't be focused on the angle. Yeah, but if we're not actually enjoying what are, what we're doing, yeah, if the motivating factor is created by um, by the expectations that society has of us, or um, the people around us have on of us, rather than being set by ourselves then our motivation is going to be quite low and uh, it will be perfectly fine to quit if, if that's the case yeah um, uh, and that's where we go back to the first point I made in this podcast of having a, a motivation that is more genuine to ourselves rather than the expectations of society yeah imagine pursuing goal doggedly which is set by somebody else. Um, we're pursuing an entrepreneurial goal, a career goal, because we think that, all oh, society will respect us if we're um, if we're a, a lawyer, or society will um, respect us if we're a successful entrepreneur. And we keep on going, keep on working to achieve that goal, and we're nowhere near achieving that goal because we're not really motivated then obviously it will be perfectly fine to quit. But if we don't, we're going to be trapped in an endless cycle of depression and poor mental health. Another aspect that affects mental health when pursuing your dreams and your desires in life is the illusion of control. Now, I've talked about this in a previous podcast entitled... Causes of depression unique to men, but it's also obviously applicable to anyone in this case. Yeah, the notion of uh, having control over your own destiny that's something that we, I think, particularly in the West, um, believe that we have. Yeah, and we, I think it's a notion that's also propagated by um, social media. Now, I know that this podcast is going in and talking a lot about social media. But um, I think we see that a lot of people claim that as long as you work hard, as long as you grind, and as long as you keep on going and never give up, um, then you will achieve your dreams. Yeah, And those who haven't achieved their dreams have simply not worked hard enough not um, or they have decided to give up rather Um, they haven't worked hard enough they haven't continued to fight um, they have poor discipline and they are maybe lazy yeah that's the kind of notion that they put out there and the actual fact yeah reality uh, of the situation is that there are many things that are outside of our control yeah Even if we're somebody who is working for ourselves or um, somebody who is in a quite high position at work. Yeah, there will always be somebody else who will be affecting us in one way or another. It could be clients, um, the lack of clients, politicians, new laws and new rules. It can also be um, having a boss. that doesn't really like you, or there can also be uh, non-human factors, yeah, there could be economic factors, yeah, you might have a dream that you want to pursue, but you don't have the economy to, you know, sustain a longer pursuit of that dream, or there might be social factors as well, yeah, or might be kind of other things that um, are more important in the moment um, that come up out of the blue that might have happened something to a member of your family and you have to take care of them and set your dream to to the side, yeah, and this doesn't mean that you have given up, yeah but as as people kind of who who are entrepreneurs, who kind of Set out on the, or have recently set out on the journey of fulfilling themselves, um, the kind of top of Maslow's hierarchy, self-actualization. Yeah, um, wanting the career not for the sake of the money, but for the sake of self-actualization. Yeah, um, those people often believe that they are in control of the their own destiny. Yeah. And we can see this in some cases in like in the commercials that are meant to inspire us or social media posts. Never give up. You are in control of your own destiny. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, we're not. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't work hard and try our best, but we should also have a sense of acceptance um, concerning that fact. That there could be other things that are affecting us that we have no control over, and we must accept them. Yeah, because if we don't, we have another inner conflict. Yeah, um, we have an inner conflict between our urge to make um, our dreams come true and a reality um, where we are not making our dreams come true because there are external factors affecting us, yeah, and our. Unwillingness to see those external factors, because we are instilled with the notion of uh, being the masters of our own destiny, will um, kind of make us see ourselves as the person that or the thing that is wrong in the situation. Yeah, I'm not successful because of myself. Yeah, because I haven't tried enough. Because I decided to give up. Yeah. Um, and this creates a sense of shame uh that leads to a depression, yeah? being the person that has given up, being the person that couldn't couldn't like bear the fight any longer and decided not to pursue their dreams anymore yeah? um and if we look at it this way, we assert the blame on ourselves, and we take the blame away from um, all the other aspects that are affecting our lives. Yeah, We are not kind of bringing those to light. And those are obviously affecting us in this case. Yeah, um, And that is not to say that we should blame solely that or look for excuses, but we should accept that there are things that are affecting us. Um, that are um, kind of um, influencing our decision um, and uh, things that we don't have control over. And the more we accept that and the more forgiving we are, the better we will feel. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you learned something from it. That's it for today. But before I leave, I'm going to give you the three countries that I talked about earlier in the program. So I'm going to offer one free therapy session to one person from Peru, France and Rwanda. So if you're from these three countries, simply go to my website and uh, find my email or it's info at com. And just send me an email saying that you're interested and tell me a little bit about yourself, whether you've been to therapy before, what you're hoping to get out of a free session with me, and I will get back to you. Um, obviously, it's first come, first serve. Um, so get going. Send me an email <laughs> and I hope to hear from you. Otherwise, have a great day and